What's going on, man? Welcome back to the basement. I'm Ron. I know we usually do 10 players for these waiver wire videos, but I got to condense things a little bit. It's a holiday week. We got Thanksgiving on Thursday. I'm trying to get everything I need to get done so I can spend the holidays with my family. So we're going to talk through five must add trade targets all under 50% owned on ESPN. Let's not waste any time. If you enjoy the video at any point, make sure you go down below, subscribe, leave a like. Let's go. Now, as always, on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ron Stewart, I have my complete fab waiver wire article. I'll be dropping that later on today, where it's going to go through my top 10 to 15 running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends, giving you guys how much fab I'm bidding on each of those players plus my dynasty rankings, my rest of season rankings. I also just uh, updated the RS grades. So uh, my prospect model, I inputted 2023 prospects for the first time last weekend. So that's all on there. A lot of good stuff on there. But if not, that's all good, baby. Let's talk about Samaj P. Ryan here. I will also say I usually have uh, priority ads and I have normal ads or priority ads are guys that you're spending big on, uh, on waivers, probably like 10 to 15% or more. I would call all of these guys priority ads. So that's a little bit as to why I wanted to do just five as well, is I had five really strong ads this week, and the rest of them were pretty fringe guys, you know, like Matt Collins and I guess like Demarcus Robinsons, just guys I, I, I don't really even want to talk about that bad. But with Samaj P. Ryan, he comes off a 30-point, three-receiving touchdown game where Joe Mixon got hurt. And Joe Mixon is currently in the concussion protocol, there's no timetable how long he'll be out. It's not even really set in stone that he misses Sunday. But at this point, his status is in doubt at the very least here. And Samaj P. Ryan in this offense, the Bengals score a ton of points. He averages about 15 points per game in his last five games with 10 or more rushing attempts. Samaj P. Ryan, I will say, though, he gets a tough matchup versus Tennessee this week, who is just absolutely stuffing the run with Jeffrey Simmons up front. But... If Mixon can't go, Samaj P. Ryan is pretty easily an instant RB2, even in a tough matchup. He's a short-term play. He's not someone you go spend up for and plan to start into the playoffs. But if you need running back points ASAP, I think that he's your guy. It's just going to come down to if Joe Mixon can actually suit up after going through the concussion protocol. Now, after that, we have Isaiah Pacheco here. Jersey boy, Rutgers boy. Looked great uh, against the Chargers. Now, that's a weak run defense, but he had 100. He, it was his first 100-yard rushing game. He had 107 rushes or rushing yards on 15 carries. He was the clear lead back in a high-powered offense. I don't really know how he's not above 50% roster ship on ESPN, but he is out there still. We also have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who suffers a high ankle sprain, which gives Pacheco just that much more of a boost in terms of his role within this offense. Now, I will say... Only concern here is you guys know I like Ronald Jones. I've been a Ronald Jones guy for the past couple of years, and he's probably going to get elevated to the active squad if Clyde edwards Lair misses you know multiple weeks, which seems like he will. And he's really good at running between the tackles. Right now, Pacheco's main role is a between the tackles grinder with McKinnon taking all the passing down snaps. That's Ronald Jones' bread and butter. So Ronald Jones might come in there and actually almost eat more into his workload than Clyde edwards Lair. We'll see. I'm not saying that that will happen, but I think there's a chance that happens. So just want to sort of give you guys, you know, a little bit of sobering thoughts on 
our Pacheco high. But regardless, again, 100-yard rushing game. They like him. He's a day three guy, and they continue to use him in meaningful football games in crunch time. And Kansas City has the fifth easiest rest of season schedule from here on out. Uh, I'll also say, uh, like we just talked about Ronald Jones, if Pacheco's not on waivers and it's a relatively deep league, I actually like Ronald Jones as well as a nice little flyer ad, just in case he comes in there and he he looks good between the tackles. Now, we also have Traylon Burks here. We talked about in the rookie report, but he went absolutely crazy on Thursday night. He flashed that rookie upside we're looking for. We've seen league winners the past few years where you have uh, I think T. Higgins was great his rookie year. Ayuk was great. A.J. Brown was great. Debo Samuel was great his rookie year. You even have guys, I mean, last year you had Waddle, you had Amon Ross St. Brown. We're going to get one, two, three rookie wide receivers this year that are going to be league winners down the stretch. One of them probably off of waivers. I'm not saying that Traylon Burst is going to be that, but he's the upside to be that. He had eight targets, seven catches, 111 yards, a 38% target prop run. We're really just looking for 20% plus. Really, really good stuff. His season-long target prop run is at 22.8%. He's commanding targets. He's efficient with a yards prop run of 2.08. Anything over two is elite. He looks good. We just need the efficiency to stick as his route participation climbs. This, Nick Westbrook-Akine has been playing really well, so it's going to be tough to get into two wide receiver sets, but that should be coming soon. Uh, I will say, with Traylon Burks, don't you know spend a ton if you were planning to like start him right away. He is not going to be a plug-and-play flex play this week. Like He is not... He's probably like a fringe top 40 wide receiver this week. He's really more of a stash that you hope he continues to flash and you can start him in a couple weeks. So if he's someone that you're planning on, you know, unloading the clip on and then playing right away, it's not really that kind of acquisition. It's really more of a long game with Traylon Burks. Now, we also have Latavius Murray. And it's so funny, man, because this was a guy who was not even on my radar Going into the year, I didn't even know that he was still playing football. He played for the Ravens last year. I thought that he got flushed out of the league. And then he gets activated from the practice squad in London for the Saints. And then he somehow goes to the Broncos. And he has now just ran incredibly hot. You have Chase Edmonds, who suffers a high ankle sprain this week. That's not what I'm looking for. So this is the Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, high ankle sprain that I was talking about earlier. Hold up. This is what I was looking for. Chase Edmonds suffers a high ankle sprain, expected to miss a few weeks. So now Latavius Murray finds himself in Denver. Chase Edmonds suffers a high ankle uh, sprain. And then on the bottom of this tweet, Melvin Gordon's also gone. The Broncos cut Melvin Gordon, which is hilarious, by the way, that he just like has fumbled so many times that they're just going to like blame him for all of their shortcomings. So now Latavius Murray finds himself as pretty much the only healthy running back on this Broncos roster. I think Mike Boone is also hurt. Now, the Broncos are going to sign somebody. They're going to activate somebody from the practice squad. They're going to sign some guys. But Latavius Murray is pretty much locked into a lead role here. He just saw 17 carries. He saw four targets. He'll probably see 15-plus opportunities on a weekly basis. He had 17 PPR points on Sunday. He's going to be an every-week startable option on Hero RB teams, Zero RB teams, where... He's probably a, like, I would call him like a high-end RB3 rest of season. You also have the Denver Broncos having the sixth easiest rest of season schedule, and they get a Carolina team this week that is allowing the six most fantasy points to running back. So Latavius Murray doesn't have massive, massive upside, but I would say that he's kind of a similar asset to a Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert where they're never going to be like a top five running back, but you grab them and you can pretty much slot them in every single week at RB2 and be good to go. Now, we also have our fifth must-add waiver wire 
target here, Rashad White, who I know we talked about him last week, but I don't really understand how he's still available in over half of ESPN leagues. I'm assuming, I, I honestly think uh, he was on buy. So like when you sort by projected on ESPN, it doesn't come up. So I think that he probably slipped through the cracks in a lot of leagues out there. Go grab him. He had 22 carries in Germany, 22 carries, 105 rushing yards. He was efficient. He looked good. Uh, his previous highs were eight attempts for 27 yards. So 105 on 22 attempts is really nice. Uh, Fournette did out touch him before Fournette got hurt 14 to 11. But Rashad White started the game. He ended the first half. He started the second half. Leonard Fournette got hurt in that game. I do believe that they just activated Giovanni Bernard. So that might be a little bit of a tip that maybe Leonard Fournette isn't going to be right for this game. We'll see. I think what was once like a 65-35 timeshare will probably like 55-45, 50-50 straight up. And that's probably someone that needs to be prioritized in an offense with Tom Brady that could get hot after the bye. So I like Rashad White. He has some standalone value. He could overtake that running back room. And if not, he is still pretty much the most valuable handcuff in fantasy. Now, that is going to do it for us today. As always, if you haven't already, I will have the entire fab article on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ron Stewart. Not that screenshot, this one. But regardless, I appreciate you guys watching this video. Uh, again, things are going to be a little bit condensed this week. I'm trying to get all my work done by like lunchtime uh, on Wednesday. So we'll see if I can do it. We're going to be grinding hard out here to get all the Patreon content up. We're going to get trade targets up for Wednesday. Uh, but I will say we'll have, so we had 10 lessons learned yesterday, waivers today, trade targets, and then that's it for the week. Uh, all my Patreon content will be, still be uh, running. So my weekly rankings, my rest of season rankings, all that good stuff. But um, after Wednesday, there's going to be no videos from me until probably the top 10 takeaways video on that following Monday. Trying to take some time off, trying to spend some time with the family. Hope you guys have a great, you know, Thanksgiving weekend. I know a lot of you guys are probably home for the weekend from college, you know, maybe home for the weekend off of work, whatever it may be. Um, but anyways, as always, I will see you guys in the next one. I got the juice, I got the juice. Chatham's on, foolies glad I'm on. Even my haters kind of glad I'm on. Rest in peace to my bag up on. Rapper, song, singer, suspended subpoena from Mr. Meaner.